Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. before us this evening is, should a 17-year-old girl who is a freshman at the University of California at Los Angeles be allowed to take a part-time job in order to help balance the family budget? The answer any intelligent father would give is yes. And now let's hear the answer that Chester A. Riley gives. No, I absolutely forbid it. I have made up my head. I did discuss it time and time again. But you just say, I forbid it. And I'll keep on forbidding it. I forbid it yesterday, I forbade it today, and I'll forbid it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, be reasonable, dear. I don't see what's wrong with it. No daughter of mine is going to be found within a mile of one of them drive-in movies. But I just asked it for a couple of hours. I don't care. I know what goes on in them drive-in movies. How do you know? You've never been to one. Oh, never mind. I use my imagination. <laughs> shocking. Oh, you're always making snap judgments. Not this time. I've been thinking about it day and night. Oh, but it's just a show like any other show. Only people go there in cars. The only reason people go there is because they're too lazy to drive all the way up to Mulholland Drive. <laughs> you just don't make sense. Margie Wilson works there and her father doesn't mind. It's only for a couple of hours at night. And we could certainly use the extra money. I don't need your help to support this family. I do okay. We got everything we need. Oh, sure. We're the only family on the block that hasn't got a washing machine. We have so got a washing machine, haven't we, Peg? Yes, me. <laughs> what about the one in the garage? The junk man got that two years ago. I don't see why you need a washing machine anyway. My mother never used one, and we were six kids, and believe me, we were filthy. <laughs> she was always washing clothes. She'd be bent over an old tin wash tub and she'd scrub and rub till her hands were red and raw. Never once did she complain. I used to feel so proud sitting there watching her. Well, that may have been good enough for your mother, but it's not good enough for me. Daddy, I've got to let the manager know about the job by tomorrow or else... We're through talking about a job. We're talking about a washing machine. That's all you'll ever do is talk about it. Well, it's just a waste of good money to buy one when there's a laundromat three blocks away. I can't lug a big bundle of wash three blocks. And if I ask you to do it, you always say you're busy. I do not. All right. There's a bundle of laundry all made up. It's got to be done. How about taking it over to the laundromat right now? I'm busy. <laughs> Gotta go see Jim Gillis. Oh, if you wanted to, you'd find the time. No, uh, well, washing his clothes is a woman's job. Why is it? It's your clothes. You dirty them. Well, dirty in clothes is a man's job. <laughs> I mean, well, it's embarrassing sitting around there with a bunch of women talking about their babies. Oh, there are men there, too. Some men have a little consideration for their wives. And I've got no respect for that type of men. <laughs> I found dead in a laundromat. Then buy me a washing machine. Look, Peg, we're not talking about washing machines. We're discussing beds taking this job. Well, can I take it, Daddy? I don't want to discuss it. <laughs>
more, Miss Lounsbury. Oh, come now, don't be so far. After all, we are neighbors. You can call me Luella. <laughs> okay, Luella. <laughs> uh, well, where are you off to? Well, I've been looking for a laundromat for over an hour. Oh, well, there's one just a couple of blocks from here. I'll show you where. I, I have to pass that way. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jessie. You're just a pet. That's what you are. Oh, I'm just exhausted. My car's being repaired. I've walked blocks and blocks carrying this bundle around. I didn't realize it was so heavy. Yeah, it looks heavy. It must weigh at least 15 pounds. At least. It's a pretty heavy bundle for a little thing like me to carry around. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> beginning to ache. Oh, well, that's because you're not holding it right. All the, all the weight is on your arms. Now, now, the way I'd hold that bottle... Oh, yes, you thank you ever so much, <laughs> You are a gentleman in every sense of the word. Yeah, I sure am. Oh, Bev. Yes, Mother? Is Junior around? No, he just went out to play baseball. Oh. That boy. Whenever you need him, he's never around. Just like his father. Oh, guess I'll have to do it myself. Well, I'll be back in an hour. Where are you going? Just down to the laundromat and get this washing done. There's the laundromat, Luella, right next to the bank. Oh, well, thanks, Oodles, Chester, for carrying my bundle for me. Uh, that's okay. Don't mention it. Well, I guess I'll be leaving you now. Oh, I haven't the idea how these machines work. I usually have a laundress come in and do my thing. Oh, it's very easy. They tell you all the directions here. Well, I, I gotta be going now. Would you mind undoing this bundle for me? I can't seem to untie this string. And you're so strong. Sure. There you are. Well, yes, I'll be... Oh, you've got these machines, Jessica, honey. Oh, you, you just put a quarter in this slot here. Well, go on. Oh, dear, I came out without a cent. I'll just run next door and cash a check. Would you mind my bundle for me? No, wait, I'll lend you. Oh, you're a little old angel. That's what I'll be going to me. Now, wait, you... First, I'm a gentleman, then I'm a pet. Now I'm an angel. Personally, I think I'm a sucker. <laughs> Are you using this machine? Yes, I am, lady. You can use your... your, your face. Riley! <laughs> hey! Fancy meeting you here. So what are you doing here? Well, well, well uh, the, the fact is, I... Uh, you see, I was... Uh, well, I... Uh, uh, <laughs> would you mind repeating the question? Whose laundry is that? Uh, this laundry? Yes, whose is it? Well, don't rush me. It'll come to me. It's, uh, it's Jim Gillis's. That's who it is. It's Gillis's. Gillis? Yeah, I'm just mining it for him. He went next door to the check to cash a bank. Well, I... Just a minute. Yeah? Since when does your friend Gillis wear pink step-ins? Well, uh, pink is his favorite color. <laughs> Matches his eyes. I, I, uh, does he also go in for nighttime? Only when he sleeps. Ah, he's old-fashioned. That's really a nightshirt. Made of black lace? Well, uh, he's in mourning. He's a fair midriff. He's a fresh air fiend. 
say it's not Gillison. Whose is it? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. The only reason I came in here is because I wanted to find out how late they're open. So that I could come here nights and do the laundry for you. See? Honest, I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> what uh, about this laundry? Oh. <laughs> the laundry. Uh, don't rush me. It'll come to me. I, I mean, I'm coming to it. You, you see? I'm standing here when this lady, a perfect stranger, comes over to me and she says, would you mind my bundle for me? So, you naturally, I... I, I, I that quarter half doll check the bank was closed. Oh, hello there, Mrs. Riley. Why, Miss Lounsbury... Is this your laundry? Yes. And your husband's just a scrumptious little old dreamboat carrying my bundle for me all the way here. Oh. <laughs> you did, did he? What a revolting development this is. Hear me call? Uh, why didn't you answer me? Hank, I'm talking to you. How long can a woman go on being mad? Oh, okay, if that's the way you want it, it's okay with me. You supper ready? No. Don't have to throw it at me. For Pete's sake, Peg, I told you over and over again, that woman don't mean a thing to me. Absolutely nothing. Oh, sure. Only you carry bundles for her, you do her laundry for her, and you wouldn't lift a finger for me. Well, I told you how it happened. I got roped in. I couldn't help it. Oh, you couldn't help it. Honest, she, she don't mean nothing to me. I, I'm 100% loyal to you. What do you want me to do, take a loyalty oath? <laughs> when was I ever unfaithful to you? 18 years we've been married, and this is the first time you ever caught me. <laughs> I don't care to discuss it. Eat your supper, dreamboat. Oh, I, I don't feel like eating. No fun eating alone. You won't talk to me and the kids. Where are the kids, anyway? Junior went to a Boy Scout meeting. Uh, and Babs? Where's Babs? Peg, I asked you where Babs was. Well, if you must know, she's working. Working? Where? At the drive-in movie. What? She took that job after I told her not to? What right did she have to go against my orders? I told her to. What? You told her to? You made her disobey? You had the nerve? Yes. Well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with her taking that job. And I'm sick and tired of your nonsense. You always imagine the worst when you haven't got a single fact to go on. Yeah, well, I'll get the facts. I'm going to that drive-in tonight and... Don't you dare. Yeah, but, Peg... You... I won't have you snooping and spying on Babs. Well, you can trust that child. It ain't fun. You'll make a scene and embarrass her. She won't even see me. I'll sneak up on her. Right. <laughs> if I find out you even went near that drive-in, so okay, help me, I... Okay, okay, I won't go. You promise? Peg, did I ever lie to you before? Oh, no. <laughs> Why, you're regular little old Georgie Washington. Hurry up and finish your supper. I haven't got all night to do these dishes. Hello, Gillis. Say, can I borrow your car for a couple of hours tonight? Yeah, sure. Uh, where are you going? Right? Uh, oh, just to a drive-in movie. And listen, Gillis, don't you tell my wife about this or I'll tell everybody that you wear pink step-ins. 
None of your business. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a meddler. Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Contrary to his wife's strict warning to stop meddling, Riley has just pulled into a drive-in movie to check up on his daughter, who is working there as an attendant. Hello, Hello there, Chester. Uh, Luella, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, I just adore these drive-in movies. Uh, is Mrs. Riley with you? Uh, no, she don't care for movies. Oh, well, this is certainly a delightful coincidence meeting you here. Yes, it, it sure is. <laughs> well, I've got to be going. But you just got here. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm very absent-minded. <laughs> she goes on right after the intermission. Oh, was that thunder? I'm afraid it's going to rain. It is raining. And pour me in an open convertible. Well, well you, you better put your top up. better go home. You'll you get soaked. Oh, well, that's silly. I can watch the movie from your car. My car? But, well, uh, wait, this ain't really my car. It's Gillis's. Oh, it? I don't know what I'd do without you. You're always right there when I need you. But, Luella. <gasps> Little old Johnny on the spot. That's what you want. Yeah, that's me on the spot, all right. <laughs> well, now, this is much better. Oh, there go the lights. The pixels start now. Where's your loudspeaker? Uh, my wife couldn't come. <laughs> really, the little speaker to hear the movie dialogue. Every car gets one. Ask the attendant out there. Oh, the, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Archer! Uh, Archer! Uh, yes, sir? A pretty heavy smog we're having tonight. Uh, we, uh, we ain't got a speaker. Well, I'll get it for you, sir. Now, here you are. Just hang it on your window here. Uh, now, to adjust the volume, you turn this little knob. Oh, yeah, oh yes, thanks. Uh, does the main feature go on now? Yes, ma'am, right away. Uh, that speaker okay where it is? Yeah, yeah, it's fine, thanks. I hope you and your wife enjoy the picture. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> he thought I was your wife. Isn't that a scream? Yeah, I could die laughing. <laughs> up coming home every day and you don't even talk to me. You've got no right to act that way. You're my wife and you've got to talk to me. Well, do you, do you hear me? I insist that you talk to me. Oh, pipe down. Uh, it's better. I mean... <laughs> now, look, Peg, you've got to stop acting like this. I'm entitled to a little respect, you know. Remember, I'm old enough to be your husband. <laughs> oh, Peg, why are we fighting like this? We used to be so happy and ever since that little Wella moved in the neighborhood, we've got nothing but arguments. Well, whose fault is that? I haven't got a crush on her. A crush? Craig, did you think that... Believe me, she don't mean a thing to me. Believe you, huh? How can I convince you that there's nothing between us? Why, why should there be? After all, you're so much prettier, more charming, and you're smarter. 
You're a better provider. <laughs> Don't you see? Besides, what could Luella possibly see in a big jerk like me? You know, I, I never really looked at it like that. <laughs> I think you've got something there. Yeah, of course. What woman in her right mind is going to fall in love with me? You're not kidding. Of course. <laughs> now, tell me you love me. Come on, say, say you forgive me. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't, but I guess I'll have to. Ah, it's my pay. Hey, you, you know what? Tonight we're going to celebrate. I'm taking you out to dinner and a movie. It'll be like a second honeymoon. What do you say? We can eat at that little Italian restaurant, okay? Uh, anything you say, and you pick the movie. I have an idea. Let's go to the drive-in movie. The drive-in? Mm-hmm. Bab says there's a wonderful picture there. Oh, yeah, it's... <laughs> I don't want to go home. My eyes hurt. You can sleep through it. Uh, I've never been to a drive-in movie, and you haven't either. Who hasn't? Me? Uh, no. No, I, I haven't. But, but how can we go, Dumplin'? We, we haven't got a car. You can borrow Gillis. No, he won't lend it to me again. What do you mean again? You haven't borrowed his car in six months. Is it six months? <laughs> Gee, how time flies. <laughs> well, but I don't like to ask. He'll refuse, believe me. Well, then I'll ask Honeybee. Yeah, but, but Peg... Now, don't argue. We're going to the drive-in movie. There we are. This uh, close enough for you, Peg? Oh, yes. <gasps> Look at that huge screen. Yeah. But this is an amazing place. There must be thousands of cars. Oh, sure. And all kinds, too. Jalopies, roadsters, sedans, station wagons. <laughs> There's a guy came in a truck. <laughs> Where? That's not a truck. Well, some kind of delivery van. Not exactly, but we deliver things in it. <laughs> hey, look, it's bigger. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby Odell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> oh, you're the last person on earth I expected to meet here. I'm always the last person you expect to meet on earth. <laughs> I was passing by in my vehicle when I noticed that a picture was playing that I've been anxious to see. Edmund O'Brien in DOA. I hear it's a dandy. So did I. But what does DOA mean? I never heard it before. Well, you wouldn't. It, it's more or less a business expression. It means dead on arrival. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the picture's going to start. Uh, would you care to join us, Digger? Uh, are you alone? Not exactly. I have someone with me. Well, bring your friend along. There's plenty of room in the back of the car. He'll be comfortable. Thank you, but he couldn't be any more comfortable than he is right now. I'll be right back, Reuben. By the way, I thought I saw your dear daughter Babs when I drove in. Oh, yes, she works here. She directs the car. Yeah, I don't know if it's such a good idea. Oh, why not? Youngsters should learn self-reliance. My oldest boy, Clay, works part-time. What does he do? He's my junior executive. I bring in the orders, and he carries them out. <laughs> well, I see the picture's about to begin, so cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. So long, Digger. Riley, hmm? the picture's on, but I can't hear anything. Well, what's wrong? Uh, oh, oh, we have to get a little speaker. Huh? A speaker? Yeah, it's, it's a little gadget you put on your car and you tune it in. How do you know so much about it? Well, last night I... <laughs> I... 
is a but a figure. <laughs> you know me, I got a mechanical head. <laughs> I, I I better get one from the usher. Oh, usher. Yes, sir. Uh, could we have a stinker here, please? Oh, hello. Back again? I guess you must have enjoyed the picture last night. Who, uh, <laughs> oh, me? You got the wrong guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I could have sworn you and your wife were here last night. Oh, really? What does he mean? I was never here before in my life. Well, I guess not. It's my mistake. You look like the other fellow, but his wife was a blonde with a southern accent. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> Now, just a minute, Peg. You were here last night with that woman. No, I wasn't. I, 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 You're I, the lowest thing on earth. Peg, it was raining. You're contemptible. Absolutely contemptible. But her top wouldn't work. Oh, no. Never. Never as long as I live. But, Peg. Don't touch me. And don't ever speak to me again. Peg, wait. Come back. Peg. There's no way to start a second honeymoon. <laughs> Peg, I'm telling you the truth. It was raining. She couldn't get her top up. I went there alone to check up on Ben. Oh, stop repeating that idiotic story. Why, a four-year-old child could think of a better excuse than that. But it's the truth, Peggy. Oh, answer the door. Uh, hello, Dora. Luella. Oh, hello, Mrs. Riley. Good evening. Uh, I just dropped by to find out if Chester found my compact in his car the other night. Miss <laughs> Lounsbury, you admit that you were with my husband in that car last night? Just a moment. Yeah, but Peg, this ain't a man's job. I don't want to hear another word, Riley. You can do Luella's laundry. You can certainly do mine. Yeah, well, that was different. Why? Well, she, she ain't my wife. She, 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 she's a woman. She's a... What? I mean, a friend. I mean, uh, acquaintance. No more arguments. You're going to do it, and that's all there is to it. Now, there's the laundromat. Go on in and get it over with. Gee, Peg, it's so embarrassing with all those women around. Oh, go on in. Okay. If the boys ever hear about this, I'll never live it down. No. I'll see you at home in about an hour. All right. Simon will agree. What? I agree. I agree. Dillard! That's me. Well, what are you guys doing here? Oh, we come here every week to do our laundry. Gee, the whole gang? You? <laughs> and I thought I was the only guy who was handpacked. What? Handpacked. We love it. This is the only chance we ever get to have a little crap game under state. <laughs> okay, fellas, I shoot a nickel.
next time when once again William Bendix lives the life of Riley, featuring John Brown as Digger O'Dell. The Life of Riley is an Irving Brecker production.